fellas, thanks for joining us uh, for our third session of uh, Brother to Brother. Um, I'm Curtis Dugar. I'm uh, the director for residential and dining services. And um, along with me, I have Ben. You want to say what's up? What's up? My name is Ben Figueroa. I'm um, the president for the Latin American Association at ESU and also the intern for MOCA. And I'm excited Ooh, for this. Y'all want to do quick check-ins? Ben, you want to uh, introduce yourself to the fellas? So, introduce myself or like? Um, well, introduce what we're doing. Okay. So, we're going to have open discussions. It's an open dialogue so everybody can put in their own input their own thoughts their own opinions into this and just have a freedom of mind i would say to express how you feel about the topic or the situation that's happening or any updates that we bring up yeah yeah and 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 just kind of going off of that what we what we decided to do was just kind of merge some of our favorite talk shows and, and styles of bringing in um topics to talk about just quick, you know, insight and, 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 and dialogue because, you know, there's a lot going on in our world, but at the same time, you know, um, this, this platform is a space for us to kind of chat about it. So, um, so it's built on you all participating and, and, and being engaged. And um, again, we're excited for most of you all coming back and hanging out with us. So. And it's an interesting time to just like actually talk with people since we're so used to being like inside the house all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if y'all like it, you know, we're going to keep keep doing this for the rest of the semester and yeah. probably even going into the summer, depending on how everything goes. But um, continue to tell your boys and, 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 and friends in general. You know, we had a lady yeah. on for our second episode last week and she was very engaged and, and just excited to have a space to just connect with people. So, um, so, so share it widely. So, but we're going to hop into some hot takes. So. Can you explain what a hot takes are for them? Yeah. So um, what we what we did was uh, we just came up with a collection of just trending um, um, topics, you know, or instances that's happening in our in our world um, that we might have heard of or we are um, on top of or whatever it is, and you know we th- we thought we share them and get your insights on them. So um, so that's a hot take. So uh, the first one we got is. Um, so FEMA, um, you know, one thing that we've been talking about a lot on campus is, you know, we're the largest um, FEMA location in, in our in our region and particularly in the state. And we've been preparing since we've closed campus for potentially FEMA to come and utilize our facilities to help, yeah, help, help people who might be um, medically uh, in need, particularly providing support to our local hospital uh, here in uh, Pocono region. So, um, in the past, we've done this with um, with the recent and, and with the hurricane. I think it was in 2013 or 14. Yeah, um, we we literally took over, or FEMA took over Kaler and set up shop and uh, provided that support. So, they've gone ahead and taken over Kaler again, and um, and actually are now providing that support so what are your thoughts on that well, one when i first heard that i was scary i was scared because that's the f- first thing i would have never imagined that second i thought it was like well that's so close to where i'm at i would have never see something seen something like that happen near so close to where i live so i was just like wow especially 
when my mind goes into like the gutter it's just like wait there's gonna be so many people infected that there's gonna be you know they're gonna end up short, shutting down roads that you can't go under or you can't go through and yeah I think it's gonna get crazy yeah that's it's just scary what about y'all I mean like oh. me from being so far away uh you know it, it, I mean like <laughs> well yeah but, but like you you see like pics of it on I on IG and everything because I yeah. follow the school on I, I, IG so the first thing that came to mind was that you know it was just sh- it was just shocking to me just to see that you know um that it came to this point because yeah. you don't ever want to have to put yourself in that situation where before you know you're gonna be uh bringing a whole lot of potentially infected people into a facility into a facility where you know thousands of people use every day throughout the year and just knowing that the slightest little thing could just bring the shit all down so i mean like I don't really have to deal with it since I'm in Jersey, but but it's still just scary to think about, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think also when I first seen the whole situation, it was kind of a more like a culture shock, especially you know, as like being a senior graduating, you're like, um, damn, I'm supposed to be in this area, but now it's just kind of like now they're using this area for something that's you know totally unplanned and kind of like out of everyone's control, but it's just like just the immediate switch of especially like around this time period is just like really just surprising me it kind of like it's a lot to take in for a lot of people especially like i said being a senior supposed to graduate you're yeah. supposed to be in that building in that like area you know it's yeah. just like you know you, you look at it and you kind of just have a different mind state for it like yeah we're we're all sad about the whole situation but it's just like damn it really came to this point like it's really like getting that bad that you know yeah. these facilities that are used for students on a daily and now being used to treat people who are like will potentially die or might not recover from a unknown or not unknown but unplanned like you know circumstance yeah 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 absolutely there's definitely a reality piece that you know um, adds to the significance level of just how impactful this thing is you know like the numbers are are, are um, hopefully peaking soon, but still still rising, and, and and there's a need for support. So I'm glad that we're able to provide our space for it, and, and, and hopefully it helps us get to where we need to be. So, and speaking of uh, uh, the coronavirus, you know, planning for the summer now. So you know, Rona's having an impact on uh, summer plans. You know, not just from a vacationing and kicking it standpoint, but you Birthday. know, for, right, exactly. You know. Uh, you know, people can't celebrate, but at the same time, you know, our students, you know, internships are going down the drain or at least being paused. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. working, all those type of things. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I got to find a new internship right now. So I'm like trying to do that, trying to figure it out. Um, cause the internship I had was, honestly, it was really key for like me for like from a learning aspect as well yeah. as, you know, it was going to be paid. So, and it was like not too far from my house, so it would have been easier for me to get back and forth. And like I would actually learn a lot from, you know, like a fellow photographer like in my area that does the, the same exact work that I want to do. 
But now it's just like, I just have to do that on my own time. And I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm not really coping with that too well right now. Yeah. But, you know, it's not really something that I can, like, change or do, so. Yeah. Right. 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 For sure. I mean, I'm kind of pissed because my birthday's on July, so I'm hoping this doesn't go all the way to July because yeah. I'm trying to at least do something. But yeah. especially with, like, graduation coming up, I will also want to apply to actual jobs, but it's hard to even find a job that's good for the moment. Yeah. But. You know, the summer is, is, is that period where we get a chance to take advantage of life a little bit, you know, whether it's working or visiting yeah. Friends, you know, kicking it, you know, summer festivals, all that stuff, and um, and now we're in a place where we're not sure about any of that stuff, you know, let alone the real life stuff. So, um, so it, you know, it's something that I think people are thinking about and yeah, and concerned about because it's already really tough and depressing to kind of navigate this experience, but then thinking about it for another two three months, it's going to be pretty hard, right? Yeah. So, we wanted to shift gears a bit and just talk about online learning. You know, we talked about it in our last session just a little bit, but, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to know his reaction. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. And I think, I think students are continuing to express their extreme love and passion for online learning. Yep. I mean, really, yep. You know, so we, we thought we'd, you know, create a create another space kind of allow for you all to talk about just how much you love Zoom and connecting with your faculty online. Yeah. Online learning to me has been a breeze. I don't know about <laughs> else, but yeah. this has been the easiest semester online <laughs> I've ever had. Um, like, no, no, it's, it's come with a lot of ups and downs. I'm not even going to yeah. lie to you. Um, you know, that first week, like, you know, stuff shutting down and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, waiting for professors to upload assignments, thinking like, oh my God, did I miss an assignment? No, your professor never uploaded it because they got, you know, unfortunately a million other things to do yeah. as well as be a professor as well. So it's kind of has its ups and downs. But right now, I'm about to come through the semester finishing out strong um, yeah. as, as I, you know, expected to in the first place. So. It's just, you know, quick quick adapt and then coming in and now I'm switching over to something else has been somewhat of an easy <laughs> not really. That's the stuff. It's mad issue. So it's like I'm just I'm just trying to keep it together for the last few weeks. It out, but if some days you wake up, it's like you at home. Like you with your family, you're not with your friends or anybody yeah. else with you. And you at home like island time, I'm like, I don't wanna worry about work. But I mean, that's that's just how it goes. To be honest, close it up and do what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for me, like I think like the biggest adjustment is just being like not so much switching from online classes because I've taken online classes before, but it's just like a lot of the classes that I had this semester were a lot of classes that had to do with like a lot of hands-on stuff so yeah like, when you don't have to do hands-on stuff and you switch into online you don't really know how to like learn like i guess the most effect- effectiveness because you can't exactly be there and actually do shit so it's just been like a weird transitioning for the most part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i know in my my situation like 
I know I left home because I, I hated being home. So college was just like my escape, even though I know my college career was coming to an end. But when it comes to learning, I'm like a real physical, like in-person, like yeah. hands-on learner. So having to like try to do things online and having to like work on my own time or work in a space where time is not really a relevant thing because of I got too much of it, it kind of puts me in a position to like just be mellow. And I don't have too, I feel like I don't have like structure or enough structure in my life as of right now to focus just on being in school because I'm trying to be at home, trying to be yeah. in this mind state. I'm trying to prepare for this. I'm trying to understand this. And with all that going on, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like when it comes to school, school is probably like at the bottom of that list because I'm dealing with so many other things that are like in my face, like physically that I'm dealing with. And because school right now is like a virtual remote thing. Yeah. At that top of that list. Yeah. Yeah. And since yeah. like all this has been happening and there has been so much stuff thrown in our plate. So we're just trying to like understand how to balance everything at once and especially with um, professors still trying to make us turn in everything on time. Everything has to be perfect and then the way they still want it. So it's just like we're trying to understand how to organize everything at the same time. It's just like, nope, there's more ma- bad news coming in. There's more bad news. You can't you can't just stop it. It's just frustrating. Man. Right. I totally agree. Well, one thing I can't speak on, I, don't, I can't speak for everyone's professors, but if you're doing a good job with contacting your professors and consistently like reaching out and yeah. trying to really like do your best, I know my professors have been kind of lenient on trying to just help me understand and help me like the best way they possibly can so that, you know, I can still graduate this semester and still get the best out of my, my senior classes. Yeah. I mean, but in other news, did y'all hear about the new intern president? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, would you want to give more information for people? Yeah, yeah. You know? So, uh, y- y'all heard, you know, um, Ken Long, you know, our vice president for finance. Um, you know, he's been a warrior for a minute now, and yeah. clearly the resume speaks for itself. You know, some of you all may remember him speaking at, at MOCA in the fall, you know, for our, um, for our, um, our, our fall main event. So, uh, yeah. yeah, interim president. And, um, you know, we're not sure about the selection process to, to finalize the presidency. But, I mean, you know, to, to have the, the university, you know, with his background says a lot. What do you all yep. think? Knock on what it happened. I think, like, I think I could speak in terms because, like, I've been here for a while. So, like, I've seen the culture switch. Yeah. And, like, President Welsh... Like, I'm going from President Walsh to now President Long. Like, it's going to be a real like culture shift for the for the campus, and you already start to see that with the students. Yeah. Like in terms of like the the um students that we're getting on campus and um how the diversity switch is really like pe- people like people are starting to they're starting to get like new people on campus that you never thought would even come here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now like. You have a new president in the full. You're going to start. I think you're going to start to see new ideas, like new innovations, like new collaborations that yes, you wouldn't even think of like walking into. Yeah. And I, for, the, for the new the new generation coming in, what I would say is they get to they get to set their mark now mm-hmm. because like we just rebranded the university not too long ago. 
Um, now we have a new president. Yeah. The new suites are coming online. Like it's a, it's a whole new dynamic for the campus. Everything's changing. So like the the new generation that's coming in, mm-hmm. like they get to put their stamp on it and say, okay, we did this, and it's never been done before. Yeah. yeah. It's also getting so so digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also puts a you know just to add to that, it puts a stamp on a. a a, a wave of transition at ESU yeah. over the years. I mean, you know, um, we've had so much um, transition, a lot of new talent coming to ESU, you know, um, myself included. Um, you know, a lot of, a, a, not a, new, a, a lot of new blood um, with yeah. new ideas and, and energy and, you know, now a, a presidential transition to kind of encapsulate it, along with other executive positions that we're still searching for. So it's exciting. I'm really excited about it. And, yeah. Uh, the fact that we also have somebody who's going to lead us, who understands, you know, financially where ESU is and has mm-hmm. helped, you know, ESU sustain. You know, there's a lot of schools that are not in good financial situations and we're, we're, we're sustaining, you know, like we're, I mean, every school is, you know, dealing with yeah. stuff, but I mean, we're, we're, we're right where we need to be. Thanks to interim president Long. Yeah. And I could, and I could speak on that a little bit more, Curtis, because I've been on the board of directors. Yeah. And like, and like, I can name like a, like three schools right now, like Edinburgh, um, Damn, Mansfield. Like their, their campuses are suffering. Like, yeah. To the point, like their enrollment is probably like a couple hundred. So yeah. Like, yeah. We've been, like you just said, we've been fortunate to have somebody that's been in charge of our finances that's kept us on the upright, and we've had to make some tough financial decisions where. I can understand the student side of it, but I've also been on the other side of it to, to see where, like, okay, we've had to make this cut, or we've had to make this change. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's beneficial for us to keep the school open, yeah, like in, in a sense. So, like, I, I like it's hard to like when I see students like trying to advocate for some things, and you'd be like, man, like I know the other side of it, but I can't really speak on it. But like, mm-hmm. I understand what they're feeling because, like. It's something that we hold we hold close to our hearts and like we, we we're so used to it, but like it, it makes it it makes me feel a lot better because Ken Long has been put in those positions where he's had yeah. to make those tough ways, when he's had to make those tough calls, and that's right. what you need in a leader, like a person that that could be put in a un- awkward position, yeah, but still do what's best not for themselves but for the better of the campus. That's right. That's right. Talking about Thanks. leadership. Wait, but also talking about leadership, do you think I, I I just found this out, so Curtis, I think you should be the best one to describe this because but yeah this. Sorry, I can't see your screen. Did you uh close it off? No. Gotcha. Yeah, I can. Yeah. So um, this came out a couple of days ago, but uh, you know, of course, I find anything that happens with Trump pretty entertaining. But uh, <laughs> it's a drama you know, series. Um, one of one of the uh, announcements, you know, as people as people were starting to, you know, receive their um, their checks from the government, um, stimulus checks was, you know, it was it was very um, possible that Trump was going to pause the distribution of the checks because he wanted his name literally put on the check. You know, he wanted to 
have you know Donald J. Trump president Donald J. Trump yeah. be seen on physically um, you know on on top of many other things that I'm sure we could talk about the president about like what are your thoughts about that it's not your money <laughs> it's not it's like I would understand if it's his actual money from his actual bank and stuff like that but <laughs> but I, it's not your money like he just put his name attached to something so bad yeah he wants like, to be so involved in something that he really had he had no other choice but to do anyway yeah like if it wasn't for these checks that economy was going to fall really drastically and like people kind of see him as oh these checks is for us to feed our families which if you're using them that way it is but for real for real they only gave us these checks to feed the economy not ourselves yeah right and like if you want to get technical like under under the constitution um the the united states treasury the president isn't supposed to sign like um any like type of stimulus um recovery like that's why like in the past when we went went through that recession back in 08 george bush didn't sign those checks yeah he he just sent them out to people so like he only did that because like Gertz was saying he wanted to fulfill his ego and if wanted to make it seem like, oh, this is what I'm doing for y'all. So yeah. in, in turn, I need y'all vote in November. Type John. So for me. <laughs> right. And to be honest, I already feel like if you can make a vote on Donald Trump because he gave you twelve hundred funky ass dollars, you a coon. <laughs> that, that's real rap. <laughs> well, maybe that's just me. You, yeah, because he's basically buying you for the vote. Like, uh, oh man, yo, I'm, yeah. Now nah, let's be real with it. Like, it's it, it, what you say is right. Like, I mean, he will never say that, but he feel like he's doing us a favor. Like, somebody that yeah. comes for money, yeah. And that's never had to go through hardship and like never had to come through the gutter. Like twelve hundred dollars to him and it's nothing, obviously. So when he, he feels like he's giving three hundred and fifty million people twelve hundred dollars to yeah. him, it's like, oh, like I just saved the country in a sense. So if you feel like a hero right now. That doesn't go far. Like, I mean, I get it, it is something and I'm not gonna be one to complain about you know, Yeah. But at the same time, like everything else that goes into play behind that 1200 like stimulus check is just a bunch of BS. What the whole thing could have been prevented and being well taken care of way before it got this bad, it had to get this bad in order for him to honestly even make an attempt to do something that was positively going to affect everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You heard, you heard that Obama and all of them had a playbook design for pandemic situations. Yeah. Based off of the H1N1 that happened yeah. years ago. And it was setting the effect in case something like this happened. And right before all this popped off, he fired the whole pandemic team, did he not? Yeah. 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 The whole entire. If, he made it seem as if, oh, what did we need them for if nothing was going to happen? But just like a couple, like a month ago, he's making it seem like, oh, he has everything in plan. He has X, Y, and Z. But the whole, just a few months before that, when this whole thing popped off, he fired the whole entire team. Where did that funding go exactly? Because all that funding is not going back into this whole pandemic. I'm pretty sure this was set up for years in advance by Obama. However, <laughs> that's something that we're not really talking about. To be honest. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> but one thing I do want to say is I don't know if y'all follow movies, but the way Trump thinks is like the Joker thinks. He thinks he like from what I see and the, what the media puts out. It's like he thinks about everything on the spot. He's and like, that delusional, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Joker himself literally plans everything on the way or on the spot. So it's just like that's that scares me. And there's no critical thought in it, you know. Like he's, yeah, you know, it, it's 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 about his response, not necessarily what is the right response. Yeah, you know? and you know, it, it, it's 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 unfortunate because to see not just you know the CDC and him defunding yeah. the CDC, but all of the other decisions that he's made, it's been a reaction to what has been. For previous administrations, the way yeah. of function, you know, and to to cut money here and to to reduce budget here, making decisions that don't make any sense is now costing lives, and he's ducking and dodging responsibility for owning this mess. It's crazy because, like, y'all gotta understand something too. Like, this man. Was has no political background. Like he's an entertainer. Like he was on WWE, bro. Like he has no <laughs> political background whatsoever. He doesn't know anything about Like he's he's never done anything like in the political realm. So like when he got the job, he wasn't expected. Like he probably wasn't expecting to win. He only probably did it to number one, re- like bring up his capital. Number two, like put more put his face on TV so he could get more people to go to his golf yeah. courses his casinos like and he did that and more so like when he got the job of president he was like oh snap like I really have to like do yeah. work for the first time ever <laughs> so like everything he's doing is like off the script like yeah, he's not really okay. like 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 Curtis said like he's not really putting any thought into this so like think like you're, bro you're in charge of millions and millions of lives like yeah and I like my, my whole thing was like when he got the job and I, I never forget I said this to myself I was like bro like I don't like you but like bro if you just keep your mouth shut and just do the job as president I ain't gonna have no issues with you bro like if you just do that just do your job as president don't talk don't speak just like let everybody else that got a political background <laughs> from the country, you'll be cool. But he couldn't even do that. <laughs> like, like, he couldn't even do that. And I'm just like, bro, like. I mean, do you think that's a big result on why we have 22 million unemployed right now? Bro, it's, it's funny that you said that. He talks so highly. On how uh, he brought unemployment down to the lowest point, yeah, yeah. Lowest. and now it's like higher than it will ever be. <laughs> I think like, I'm not sure if it actually broke record. Let me check. No, the unemployment. He, I will say this: it wasn't because of him, but the unemployment was 3.8 percent. It wasn't because of him, though. That was years of work from Obama. And no, um, no, 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 no. But this unemployment, it they started it as soon as the coronavirus started affecting everybody. This is this this is separate from the um overall. Oh, okay, okay. Cause if, if that's the case, there's a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 wild. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's going to get worse. It's yeah. Gonna it's going to get more interesting. But, that, uh, so, I don't know if y'all know, but ESPN is making a full documentary or made it. Curtis, you want to put your yeah, input yeah, on that? Yeah. You see, y'all probably saw the ads for it. It's, it's popping off this Sunday, which me being from Chicago, I'm stoked about. So, um, um, the, the last season of the Chicago Bulls, uh, three-peat, or, or, yeah, a second uh, three-peat. Um, they did a full documentary uh, of the yeah. entire season. They followed the Bulls along and, and captured a lot of the inside, you know, conversations and turmoil and just you know, how they made it through the season and, and completed their, their, their dynasty. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that came up recently, you know, Ben just let me know, because I, I didn't know this, but um, MJ was opposed to making or, or being a part of this documentary. And one of his concerns was, you know, um, the public was going to see him differently, going to think of him as a horrible guy uh, because of the way he, his competitiveness comes out. Yeah. What do you all think about hearing this about MJ and uh, thoughts about the series? I feel like, you know, image is everything, you know, especially when you're such a high, you know, caliber athlete like him. Um, you know, he's a part of a lot of people's childhoods. Um, you know, even if you never watch, because I've never seen him actually play a game. Yeah. But, like, I know his impact on, you know, sports and some people's life in general. So I know, like, his image, he just wants it to stay how it is. You know, like, he was a competitor, but, like, not too crazy. But looking this from, you know, raw footage or all, like, original footage. Right. You know, you're going to see some stuff that maybe, like, oh, wow, he, he was a little bit too harsh. But there yeah. were stories already going out about him, you know, in practices. I remember one time it was a story, I think, he punched Steve Kerr in the nose and his nose started bleeding. Yeah. Like they like he was really competitive and you know and it and kind of you know going into like Kobe just a little bit because you kind of seen like they imitated each other. So like seeing what Kobe did in practice, I can actually believe maybe Jordan was like that, you know? He was really competitive, got really angry at his teammates when they're not working to their full capability. So, you know, I think it's just gonna give people more, you know, time to uh, reevaluate who yeah. they thought MJ was. So, you know, it's, just, it's not, I don't think it's going to be a bad thing. It's just like, you take it how you take it, and it's like, take it with a grain of salt, though. Right, right. right. I, mean, I, feel like, I feel like he's still going to keep his respect regardless. If not, it's going to, you know, get greater because uh, people are going to see the passion that he put into their game and whatnot and how he really strive for everybody to be at their best, like not just himself, but he wanted to hold yeah. right to that high level of excellence. So I feel like his respect will increase more, especially for people that appreciate the game more and, and take more time to look at the fundamentals of things. Like, he will win more of their respect. That's why I personally do. I mean, also, everybody has his competitive side. Yeah. So it's just like, but, everybody should understand how serious people get, especially when it comes to big sports. Yeah, like, any athlete should understand when they should be done. Yeah, because imagine, even with um, Warfront, Warzone, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to throw my control at the wall. <laughs> but I feel like there's one thing that we do have to like put into consideration. Even though, you know, being competitive is definitely a, you know, a dominant thing for a lot of like these great athletes, that yeah. does put a negative, like, you know, effect on your team. Yeah. Because then like, you feel like you have to do more than what you're capable of at times, which will definitely result in injury 
and you know not being able to work as best as you would like to as a team as a whole but even though we understand like how competitive he was and this is definitely going to shine more light onto the understanding like our child was saying when it come when it came to kobe we like kobe showed how competitive he was during practice in the game after the game even after he like wasn't even on the team anymore, he would do interviews, and they would be talking about the Lakers and how Kobe felt about it, and he would just sit there like, "This is like a piece of BS. I would never yeah. be celebrating after losing, having the losing streak of eight. The same that we broke that. I would never celebrate. Like, it just puts it in definitely into a understanding on why he was the player that he was. Yeah. But it's good like, to go along with that. Wait, so 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 where are you guys talking about like, the whole Jordan documentary about to come out? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they said, they said you don't want that to come out because you don't want people to look at him differently because of how harsh he may have been on his teammates or whatever. I think you gotta I think you gotta look at it that like this way. Like Michael, like Michael Michael Jordan set the standard of how to be great. And like, yeah. like how to face adversity, like that's why people say like, like that. That's why he has that 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 tagline. I want to be like Mike, like for for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why people refer to be like, oh, you're the Tom Brady's the Michael Jordan of this, or A Rod is Michael Jordan of baseball. Like, no other person has that global impact like him. Yeah. And like, if anything, this documentary is gonna strengthen his image because this new this new generation this new generation I would definitely say is definitely lazy in terms of like the grind and like digging down deep and like having to like push for the, for those last couple of seconds like yeah. with Kobe and stuff like back in the day like with our generation like we know we know what the grit is we know what the grind is so like if anything, it should inspire them to like be at your absolute best, even when you got the chips against you. Because <laughs> if people remember, Michael didn't come in the league winning rings. Like he had to go yeah. against the bad boy Pistons, Mike. the Lakers, um, the, um, the Clippers, like all those dudes. Like young, young Shaquille O'Neal. Like he didn't win his first ring until like the mid nineties. So like he had to go against the adversity. And kept going and kept going. So like, yeah, we could talk about the behind the scenes. We could talk about how, like, he was a jerk to his teammates, whatever. Yeah. Like, if you on my team, I'm going with the best out of you. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to settle, then you can't roll with me. That's like, that's just how it is. And that's just how Michael and, and Kobe did it. So, I mean, like, I think it just shows how harder it was back then because because I mean like we we all got to understand that that was a d- different era like there wasn't no social media there wasn't no 24 hour cameras from following pe- people around so like kind of like how I said b- before in the last last year like we as we as fans we only get, get to see the finishing product but we don't get get to see the practices, the weight trainings, the film yeah. sessions, and, and like, and like, you know, being like an athlete, which I'm sure a whole lot of us were, and and probably still are. One thing that we always knew is, in order to like be that good and to ascend at that high of a level, 
you gotta be a little messed up in there yeah. because you know that's literally all you think about you don't think about anything else except just wanting to be just the baddest motherfucker on the planet and that's what he was like his whole career yeah and still is to this day the man been retired for 30 years he's still considered the greatest of all time but like come on that's crazy all right, so we're gonna we're gonna switch real quick um, to to buy or sell. So some of y'all uh, may may have heard of that from uh, around the horn. Um, it's one of my favorite uh, like little segments in that show where we give a quick topic and we're gonna take maybe a couple people's quick opinions and then we're gonna move on. So don't don't get too long winded because we might cut you off and move to the next. All right, so buy or sell. Marcus, you played an 3 <laughs> When are you ready? Do it. So, um, buy or sell? Do you all believe that students are currently using their advisors as much as they can right now? Personally, no. No, no, no. no. not at all. Not even close. Nah. Magic, <laughs> Magic, why are you selling? Um, I feel like students are so focused on trying to like say, "Oh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this," instead of next week, yeah, researches to at least, you know, get the best out of the work experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also think there's, like, they're so focused on trying to, like, find a different way around it for them not to do the work, especially online. And, I mean, sometimes, Uh like, sometimes issues do come through due to the, like, the internet or, like, stuff like that, but those are usually more understandable, but, you know, sometimes they're they're just fine. Yeah. What about you, B? I'm like, oh, okay, you gotta, you gotta go ahead, go ahead. You gotta mark it. Wait, what? Nice, nice. You good? Okay. Um, honestly, I just feel like the main reason why they're not be- being used, I think, just just because, I just feel like a lot of people in in college just feel like their their advisors are just tr- trying to make it harder for them when really they they just trying to do is like they just trying to make you be successful in the highest way possible and just a whole lot just just a whole lot a lot of people are just being lazy and not willing just to do whatever it takes to graduate faster or get this degree or that and honestly they just become just in my opinion just soft right right yeah i mean my, my reasoning is I mean, based <laughs> off of what I see with the students here and my own friends, like, nobody care. Like, especially freshmen, like, myself that's yeah. coming. Everybody just think that they got their priorities in order and they thinking about the wrong stuff. If you, ask somebody, you, know, if you, if you ask somebody, yo, where is this at? Where is this at? They're not going to know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they just, they just worried about coming to party. You know, they got their freedom, so they don't know how to act no more. They just worried about coming to party, have the college experience or whatever. But when shit really hits the fan, it's a whole different story. Like nobody, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. By ourselves, uh, students attending at least forty-five percent of their online classes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think so. No, honestly, I think so. I think students are at least um, making an attempt to at least try to go to class. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like how like. I like how he says it because the people that I know are like, all I hear is, I forgot to go to class. Oh, I got class. Oh, I forgot this. Like, they forget every time their class is, 
what time the class is and what they have to do for it. But so they, they, like, can't, they can't miss an Instagram live group. Facts. Facts. I definitely like the people in my circle definitely have been in class. At least when I talk to them, they're like in class and trying to like stay focused. Yeah. But, I don't, I don't really hear too much about I miss class or I mean, like, I'm definitely in class when I can be, but I mean, like, <laughs> I still have a job that they're like, they're like, they're like, requires me, like, coming you know. early and shit like that and, and like, like, stay late. So, I mean, I definitely might, might not make every class, but when I have the opportunity to, like, yep. I'm on Zoom for hours and, like, even if I don't, uh, watch the class that day i'll still go on d2l to see what's been posted or like text one of my friends who is in my class who did go online to see what it was so i mean like even if you don't make every class there there is still a whole lot of opportunity out there for you to still stay track and a lot of people just don't take the initiative but yeah by ourselves ESU opening up campus in this fall. Yeah. Bye. You buying? Yeah. 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 They, they, got, they got on the trace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they, I ain't doing this online shit. Dramatic. Fuck that. It will be. He's dropping. <laughs> two semesters in a row. I'm dropping up everything. <laughs> Listen, that enrollment gonna be down, brother man. <laughs> Damn, man. Yo. Y'all be on. Y'all be. I'll be ahead. Uh, 4.0 every semester, y'all keep keeping me online now. <laughs> <laughs> classmate, classmate, get us <laughs> Yeah, the hope is, man, we back on campus in the fall, man. But, um, you know, what's crazy, you know, there's some schools already starting to investigate, you know, postponing on campus yeah. until 2021. So, you know, that would be terrible. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that would be terrible. Cool. every way possible. It, yes. That's scary. So because people are struggling now, and it's only been a month and a half of like online. Having a whole like semester, Earth. it will be. It would just be bad in like every aspect, every way possible. Mm-hmm. By itself, online graduation being popular. No. So, so. <laughs> it's not popular. It's just oh. we got no fucking choice. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. That's, yeah. Come on, Curtis. You killed us. That's a tough subject right I, now, I, man. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather do my own graduation with with, with what you going to have, like 10 people in the room, yeah. 10 people in the room. <laughs> we going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> have our own Let's leave. Let's leave a game online with my family in the living room. With the graduation music, I love it. And all. I love it. Have a little speech and everything. Watch. Have your cousin doing Have your cousin I'll be sitting there like the like the NFL draft, sitting at home waiting for the call my name. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Wow. I don't know how they're gonna do that. <laughs> cool. And, and your your buy sell the Bulls series being a success on ESPN. I have no other choice but to be a success. That's definitely a vibe. <laughs> That's definitely a vibe. It's definitely going to be a success because, That's I mean, all anybody's look, gonna we can't binge watch for fucking, like, for, for forever. Like, we, we need new shit, shit to, to watch. So I feel like everybody's going to try to t- tune in on this because at this point, people are taking su- suggestions from everybody to watch something new. So I feel like the whole, whole world just going to sit down and watch this because it's just something that ours 
that our eyes haven't seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm selling. You're selling? <laughs> Who's selling? Brandon. <laughs> Why? Why are you selling? Because at, at the end of the day, I have a feeling that the documentary is not going to... I think what we're expecting, what we're going to get are two different oh, things. Okay. Oh, okay. What's that on the- oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I still think a whole, whole lot of people are going to tune in. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it's going to get a lot of views because there's nothing else on TV. But at the same time, I don't, I don't think it's what we expect it to be. Like, for, yeah. like, first of all, pretty much the, the people in, like, the, the current college kids, he wasn't alive during the Jordan era. So you yeah. don't understand. Crazy. Yeah. And then I have feeling like the old heads, like, Curtis and them are not going to be satisfied with what they produce. And plus, they rushed it too. So. I'm old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just supposed to be like a 10 ep- episode documentary. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. They're going stre- to try to stretch it out for like almost two months. Yeah, they gonna do it just like they did the um Aaron Anderson. Yeah, way to, uh, encourage you to stay home for the yeah. next few months. Yeah. So, uh, by ourselves, the new iPhone being hot. <laughs> it, it, it's just uh, like that. This is not over by that time. <laughs> probably, probably sell it because they their biggest Apple's biggest way of consum- consumption is that line that stands out there. The first day, yeah, you know, people can buy online, but it's different to actually see it in person and touch it in the store like normal people do. And yeah, it's it's gonna now if they start doing trial trials, I might buy. Get <laughs> <laughs> into my house and I could do a thirty day trial. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah. but let's be honest though, like as of right now, who really gonna have the money for that? <laughs> like, most is not everybody get two thousand. Two thousand for the next two next six months, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. hope so. That's I hope what they that's the team is that. Correction. I feel like if it's gonna be two thousand for the next six months, it's gonna come with a definitely big price to pay back. Yeah, definitely. They're not gonna definitely. give you all that. Us college students won't get that money. I'm I'm sorry. I'm ready. I'm ready to save it for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody knows that got an Xbox? Yo, PS, please send it my way because I definitely need it, and I'm so bored. <laughs> yeah, Xbox. I need a, I need an Xbox. I need a PS4. I need something. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't have a game system since Dreamcast. I definitely need some. Uh, and then buy sell. Uh, we're opening for business. So the president's talking about being able to open back up on May first. Y'all buying or selling? Selling. Because so I know for a fact. I just heard Governor Woodman from PA. He's 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 not going to sign that. He's not going with. Yeah. That. Wow, it's I'm still bad. Yeah, though. like it's ain't like, nobody it's listening. Really yeah, it's no not like we made progress to go back to how it used to be. Like, yeah, it's still, like bad cases out there. It's still new hot spots popping up. There's still people consistently you know, getting bad. Like because mm-hmm. he you gotta wear a mask said, everywhere you go. To. It's yeah, not even he was, like he recently I'm just buying. said that we just hit the peak. But I'm like, what are you talking about? What peak? We're yeah, just starting to see the word. I feel like I feel like if people actually listen and just stay in the house and not just like, oh no, I'm only going down the street to my friend's house or yeah, no, like you actually gotta stay in because we see what the results is because look at the beginning of it, they're now out in the open again. So like, no, they're not. They just had new cases pop up in China after they opened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They opened it like, wow, it had like evolved to a certain point. And it started spreading again. As soon as they did the whole 
in quarantine, bro. It's 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 bro, they said they said that bats carry six versions of that virus. Serious? Bats carry six different versions of that virus. Yeah, and there's like I think seven out, and only six of them are human. Can transfer to human. So it's like for them to be open, that's just gonna be even worse. Like, and all all it's gonna do is everybody's gonna get chilled, and you know everybody been staying in the house. They gonna get in huge groups doing the yeah. most ratchet, yeah. rat thing ever. Okay. <laughs> right back at it. Just like another less. Less than a week, I guarantee it. This is yo. I mean Governor Wolf did. He said he extended it to Bay 15. Yeah. So, Ohio 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 announced that May 1st they were gonna open up back for business. But you know, it's wow. it's unfortunate because um I think we see um the politicalness. <laughs> in this, you know, like we see, you know, decisions being made based off of, you know, who backs who and, and trying to, you know, drive something that isn't best for society and welfare, you know, and and, um, and I think that's where we're at, you know, like I didn't know about the new cases in China, but I'm not surprised because, you know, we still haven't figured out how to yeah. resolve this. And until this resolves, I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be at the detriment of society if we start doing things the way we used to, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, man. So uh, we're at that point in the show. Uh, what, 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 what's on your mind? What, 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 what's some of your burning thoughts? Damn, that's a tough one. I want people to stay in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please stay in the house. I want to go outside. Yeah. I mean, also, like, yeah. about it. I, mean, I think I mean, like, that, like my whole thing is like, call, hey, being on call kind of sucks because like you really never know like when you're going to be called, and just like you don't know what you're going to be called for for like the National Guard, and it's just yeah, one of those things is like constantly just dwelling on me. Like, am I going to get a call in the middle of the night? One of these days, am I ever actually going to get a call? I don't know. It's, it's been hitting me like this for like the last two weeks. Yeah. I told that, and it's just like. It's mentally kind of hard that I really just forget about. Yeah. yeah. My whole thinking? shit is, look, even if you have to go outside, just put on a fucking mask. Like, I see, like, 30 people <laughs> every day walking down the street without a mask. Like, yeah. Why? Yep. yep. And I don't know. It takes two seconds. seconds. It's kind of hard to find masks, too. And people were trying to, like, find different things to cover up. But, like, they don't really sell masks anywhere nowadays. So, like, no, people have been making them. Like, or find someone that makes them, then, like... Yeah. That was hard. That just became really popular, and people have been buying them and making them and selling them a lot more. But for, like, that week, week and a half period, when there wasn't no PPE, it was kind of really hard to, like, find, like, any, like, mask or anything to put on. Yeah. As you can see, like, I have a mask that I bought from someone. I mean, it works perfectly fine, and it is what it is, but... I couldn't find any like regular like anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I didn't have a mask at first, so what I started doing was I, I was just covering my face with a bandana, like just like using whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my um my arts and crafts plans for this weekend. I got <laughs> uh, crown royal bags. I'm about to make me a crown royal bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Brandon. Be that purple and gold shit. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
That junk gonna be fire, I bet. Wait, <laughs> 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 Curry, so we, we we gotta we gotta scratch the elephant in the room here. So how does December graduation about to work out? You know, I, I don't know, man. Um that's I, um, too far down the line to really yeah, talk about. He's still in this semester, barely in this semester. Yeah, it is, man. I, 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 you know, I think there's some 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 ideas out there. You know, doing something during homecoming. Oh, um, God. You know, so so something where you know alumni can come back and to want to have some sort of celebration. We could do it, you know, at a at a time that yeah. brings everybody together and we can celebrate, you know, appropriately. There's a lot of ideas on the table, man. Uh, clearly, you know, the, the winter celebration is the obvious, but you know. It, Honestly, I think we need to be open to all types of options. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, folks, thanks for joining. Um, so we're excited. You know, text y'all, y'all peoples, you know, and tell them to, to join. The goal is if we can get 100 students on, I think that'll be a success. You know, but. That'll be dope, too. It'd, it'd be pretty dope. You know, tell your organization to check in. You know, we're going to try to. Do you send a phone again? Yeah. I, I'll I'll keep posting and sending out if you want me to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to post it up. But we once do this every Thursday at 7. What you say now? I said, once the live start, I'll start sending it to people. Send the live to people. Perfect. Perfect. But, oh, yeah. yeah with, that, with that, you can also stream this podcast on Spotify and Google Play. Google Podcast, as well as some other ones. Almost so, fancy, y'all. <laughs> the main... Um, the, place you can find the links will be on the mocha instagram and that allows you to play and also whenever you, every thursday at seven you could join and chat with us yeah keep it going every week so until and, uh, next I thursday think, yeah we're gonna try and bring some other folks on maybe some vips to talk for a few minutes